Nothing but your fool. You treat him mean. How the devil are you, everybody? How are we on this fine Sunday? <laughs> I got the beats bouncing in the background there. Let me crank that down. You know how it rolls by now. Get ourselves set up. I choose this time to set it up just so you're part of my day. You're part of the journey. Come with me. I feel that's comfortable. I don't know. <laughs> I'll adjust it again. You know, you know. How the devil are you? How have you been? I have been redundant again. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I've, got I've, I've actually got lots to talk about. So if anything, I'm going to fill your ears full of all sorts of shite. Um, I'm here. I'm flowing. Uh, and I'm ready to get going. Do you know what I mean? That's how I'm rolling today. So, yeah, I, I know I've been away. Um, just, I told you last time, you know, it's balancing things out in life. You really do have to take the approach, I, I think, in life. Um, in just making sure that you give yourself the time you need to do the right things and take the right time to do those those uh, specific things in your journey. And sometimes, sometimes, um, you have to put things aside to make time for those other things. There's a time and a place for everything. Um, if you try and do what I've done over the years where you just try and go, you know, balls deep, you know, elbow deep, you know, whipping in there like a bull in a china shop, you're not going to get very far, are you? So, um, and I've spent years bashing my way around these fucking china shops, smashing fuck out of the place, porcelain, pissing out everywhere. I've been doing that for years. I've been bashing things. I'm not a very delicate person. Um, it's really weird. It's quite. It's quite weird. I've been reflecting quite a bit actually, even on myself, just literally myself. And um, and I am quite a sensitive person. It's quite frustrating because I like to think of myself as a bit of a man's man, you know, a bit hairy, woo, you know, like a bit testosterone-y. Um, and, and I'm not. I'm a bit of a sensitive old fool. Um, and it's yeah, you know, it's and I've, I'm learning stuff about myself actually, which is a few things I'm going to talk about as I as I talk about you know as I talk through and get myself caught up, as they say, um, as I say actually. So um, yeah, basically I'm here, and uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster for the last couple of weeks. As always, you know, life. I say I say roller coaster. I think we just. We all acknowledge the fact that life is a roller coaster. It's ups and downs and everywhere. The reason I say it's been a roller coaster is because it's been a standard week. It's been ups and downs. I've had goods. Um, I've had bads. I am absolutely acknowledging the fact that I am so unfit. It is disgusting. Um, and I can tell by the way that I'm talking on my podcast that I'm like, are you out of breath? Or is it because you're three fucking gins in? I don't know. It, it could be that I'm three gins in. Um... It's a Sunday, I worked all day, and then I came back at uh, 3 o'clock, um, put six fish into my new fish tank um, early, because I've got the patience of a saint, really I do, I was like, fuck it, I'm going in, <laughs> I'm going in, fishy's going in, tenner, tenner in the bank, um, and I was a bit excited, and then two hours later, fucking died, um, then I went back to the fact that I forgot to put the carbon filter system uh, and so all the additives I put in to kickstart, it should have gone through the carbon filters, uh, schoolboy era wiped out a fucking small shoal of fish what a bastard um and, and i will say to yourself there'll be men out there going so what's the fucking point in that mate i live in a house with four fucking women when you kill something you don't get away with just saying ah oh, it's a fucking fish um i'm more upset that i spent the money um and that's coming from a male perspective i suppose but everyone's like that's really fucking sad mate <laughs> they're, they're like they're animals and i'm like yeah, I have to. I have to acknowledge they're animals, and I do feel sorry for them. So let's um, 
let's take this time to flush them down the toilet and fucking get on with life. Um, anyway, what a wanker. <laughs> That's what I got called. What a wanker. So, um, yeah, so anyway, I digressed massively. There's going to be a lot of digression today, I think, because I've got so much to talk about. I'm a bit excited that I'm in front of the mic. It's been a couple of weeks again. And it's been a roller coaster. Like I said, it's been a roller coaster standard life, really. I've had um, work ups. I've had work massive downs, massive downs, which have like massively Im- impacted my my normal life. And it's really interesting how, um, like, because I'm reflecting quite a bit, and I talk about reflection, have done for the best part of two years now. You know that it's the it's basically my rhetoric in life is reflecting on things. Um, ultimately, because you see, look, I am in the flow. I've acknowledged that is a little bit too high. See, that's the adjustments, because I'm coming down from... I get this adrenaline high when I first get going, um, which is the dopamine rush, the reason why I'm still doing this. Um, the ADHD side of things is... Um, <coughs> hold on, I was just going to cough off the mic there. The ADHD side of things, that's the reason I do this. It gives me big dopamine hits um, when I do it, and I get to talk. It, I feel like it's helping me. So there we go. Once I can calm down a little bit and I get past the um, excitable bit. And that's the thing with me, as I, I do. And that's how I know I'm unfit, because normally I wouldn't notice that. Um, but I'm so unfit at the moment because I've just not been doing anything. I've been very, very lazy. Um, <clears throat> I've also been a bit bone idle, actually. Excuse me a second. Didn't like that song. Um, bit bit too soppy, really. Um, yeah, I've just not been, not been taking care of myself. And it's really interesting because I've been reflecting quite a bit on the last couple of weeks and um you know like i said i've had ups i've had downs I, i've also it, reflecting in the evening um and i was talking to one of my colleagues actually a very good colleague of mine um to, to be fair um, and i haven't really sort of it's really weird it's going to sound weird but it's not meant to be weird but what i mean is um i haven't let her in so uh, what do you mean by that james try and explain yourself to you well what i mean by is let someone in as in in entrust them and for for me letting someone in means i'll start engaging with you on a uh, on a formal but you know informal chats and i'll just start in like basically just being a proper friend or uh, being a proper nice colleague it takes me a long time to get past the the barriers of um trust and um and i noticed that this week when i let one of my colleagues in and uh just been super helpful ever since I have, like really undoubtedly super helpful, almost like a mother really to me. And um, and it's been really, really wonderful. It's been nice just getting um, the odd text message just saying, you know, how are you doing? She's, she even started listening to my podcasts um, and I spoke about her um, the other week actually when I was talking about how uh, she recommended um, her brother to listen to me. So yeah, just cycling around in my head and I was reflecting and I was like, wow, wow you know, you sort of kind of, Finally, let your guard down to, to let someone in, and it's a positive. Um, and that's a, that's a real good thing because that just goes to show the, the mechanisms in my brain are letting the right people in at the right times to, to basically better my life, um, you know. And, and that's, the, that's the ultimate goal here, isn't it? The ultimate goal is to continue enjoying the, the journey, uh, the roller coaster, as they say. So um, I think as every, every time you're, you know, you're enjoying the roller coaster of life, um, it, when when you do have the downs, and I've spoke about this very early on in my in my podcasts, um, you know when I was they were they were uh, testing me for bipolar disorder because they were you know I was such I was up and down to extremities, um, and it wasn't it was just it was a it was a mixture of PTSD, depression, anxiety, 
um, fighting, fucking be, not in, acknowledging that and burning myself out. You know, I burnt myself out. And they do say, I mean, I did. A, I watched a, uh, so watched a documentary the other day and they were um, just on, on YouTube. And they were talking about how it takes roughly three to four years to get over properly um, a, a burnout, an actual mental burnout. And, and that's where I got to. I had a physical mental burnout. And they said, um, I, I was chatting to my therapist and um, they were like, no, James, you've had three mental burnouts. Every time you've got to the point where, you know, those three suicide attempts, that's your mental... Oh, by the way, that's uh, Bonfire Night. So uh, remember, remember the 5th of November. Um, it's Guy Fawkes Night. So um, you'll hear some in the background as I do the podcast. So, um, you know, yeah, <laughs> happy, happy Bonfire Night. And um, anyway, yeah, so I digress in. So... Um, it, it it's just kind of um you, you as you reflect and you learn and you adapt put me off a little bit sorry about the bloody the, the fireworks um but as you you shouldn't go on too long not in this neighborhood anyway because everyone kicks off on facebook booting off about the fucking fireworks and um <clears throat> so yeah it was um that's going to put me off, I think. But no, we'll try and plunder through. We'll try and plunder through. Sorry about that. I took a little break just to see how annoying that was going to be for me. Um, and how? <laughs> anyway, we move on. Um, yeah, so um, I've been learning loads about myself and, and, and the mental health burnout. And I spoke to my um, therapist and he was kind of, yeah, James, you've had three of those burnouts. When you get to the point where you've, you've wanted to get, you know, and, and this is me being open and frank because that's something I've tried to be more and more so nowadays is I'm trying to be open and honest with myself and just tell people how I feel yeah do you know what yeah that's upset me but or whatever or, or that's yeah that's positive and let's do that you know whatever really try and be open and on as transparent as I can and um and basically um he was said when you've got to the point of where you, you you've got to where you want to end your life that's a physical mental burnout mate you, you, you like there's no other step the, the step after that is you're no longer here to get a mental burnout. So the fact that you've gone through three of those, and this isn't, you know, me asking for violins. I'm just trying to say to you, you may have you've gone to this point. But you need to acknowledge that every time you have a mental health burnout, so to speak, you know, you're taking time off of your life. We spoke about stress. We talk about everything else. But it's not just that. It's the fact that we don't allow ourselves the full recovery time. We just think we're machines and we're not machines. We're we're completely the opposite to being a machine. Yet when you look at society, there's no difference to what we do as we're all in a factory of some description. We're all machines. We're all trained to get up at a certain time do certain things at certain times your tea break will be now your dinner break will be now you you finish at this time and then you must go and do this this and this and and then somewhere in that timeline you'll get a little bit of time for yourself um, even less so when you have children and things like that so we chuck we chuck a lot of mechanisms into our environment to make it even harder whilst we're trying to be machines and when you when you actually reflect and again this is all to do with reflection for me um when you actually reflect, you actually analyse that we are all just robots. We're all expected to do the same thing. We've put on a bit more weight, so now we need to get back into a routine of, I need to walk at least one and a half miles a day. I need to drink this amount of water. It, there's no difference between, you know, you being a beaten up bloody robot that now needs to go in for a service. You need to get your battery health checked. You know, you need to, so that th we're not treated any different in society. As, a, as 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 
machines. We are basically, you know, we're, we're machines. A lot of us are. And there's people that aren't even as privileged to have um, free time. You know, we've got a lot, lot of people that are in sort of factory workers that are actually an extension of a machine. So when you battle all that and you put that all onto your mental health and, you know, you have these mental health burnouts, when you get to a point where you're physically burnt out, you need time off for stress or you feel overwhelmed and everything's getting on top of you, that every time you keep going, I'm okay, bosh, and just plodding the fuck on, you know, just literally plowing through the snow, every time you do that, every time you don't acknowledge your mental health needs a break properly, you're doing damage to yourself all the time. You're not living life. You're just going through the fucking motions. And it's nobody needs to go through the motions of life. Yes, we have to get jobs to get money to do the fun things, to travel the world because social media tells us that everywhere is amazing. The grass is always greener on the other side. So I want a piece of that pie. I want to go. Um, over to Magaluf and get bummed because I can't get bummed in fucking, you know, my local city. I'm going to spend five, six hundred pound, but I need to do that five, six hundred pound now. It's going to cost me a thousand because I need new clothes and I need to do this, this and this. So we all, we're chasing the dream all the fucking time. So, you know, our mental health never, ever gets a proper break. And then you get to the point where you actually get burnout. And when you consider that I've had three burnouts, and again, this isn't the violin show, but when you consider that I've had three of those, you then get to the point where you're like, I, have I given myself three to four years between those burnouts to recover? And, and, and the answer is no, because that would equate to nine years if you were going to go on the minimum factor. Um, so you're talking a minimum of nine years. So it's not been that long since I've last had I last had one of the episodes it was only two years ago because when I started this so theoretically I'm still in the recovery phase of that incident and look what I'm still got to do I'm still going through that burnout however when I when I felt the burnout my choice was to get a new job and and elevate my life and sort things out make it my my home cozy so I felt welcomed into my own home etc etc I did all of that have I given myself physical time to recover? You know, what I've actually done in that space of time is I've gone into a complete new job in a complete new organisation, done a year in that, then changed my job completely into another complete and utter job, um, different job, and done that for two years almost. And in that time, now I'm pushing for my next promotion. And in that time as well, I've done a whole host of very top-level um exams and qualifications i've done nebosh gas and oil nebosh fire fucking um i've done my level six in that space of time my my um ncrq i've done um p405 p400 i've done all the 900 so all this education and i literally mean i'm not kidding you my and this is not being big-headed this is just the amount of burnout that i've given myself but i've done that to mask all of my mental health shit i've just plowed so I've, I've not learned anything so that's the, and when I come back round and I talk about the safety circle as I call it, uh, which is like the the completion. So everything I everything I believe everything in everything in safety I believe should be a circle. Now that's my interpretation. So 
And the reason I say circle is because I use it as in there should always be a closure point. There should always be, are you unsafe? Do all the fucking checks. And you should come all the way back around to, no, I'm not um, unsafe. I'm actually safe and I'm carrying on as normal. So you've completed the circle, but you've done your checks on the way around that fucking circle. And everything's like that. In accident investigations, the same. Anything has, you look for the root cause. So you come back around, root cause is this. Deal with it, your circle's complete. Hopefully that, ne that circle will never come and happen again. And that's ultimately like how I think about things with mental health. And and have I closed that circle? And the answer is no, I haven't. I've plodded on through life. I've even though I've spoken in that timeline um, on, on on this podcast, two, three hundred, three hundred episodes of mental health disasters, ups, downs, left, rights. You know, um, fuck knows is what I should have put, uh, but that that slipped in there nicely. So in, and and I have been everywhere. I've been up, down, left, right. I don't I don't know where I've been. I've tried new courses. I've I've met friends that I think are really good friends and then have gone off and done their own thing because they're on their own path. And I was one of those people in his journey that was, and I don't, you know, this isn't to sound like, you know, um, you know, all like compassionate and it's not like that. But what I mean is I was part of his, that, that person's journey or that friend's journey as they went on their own path. And I talk about how sometimes people will come into you and provide a chapter into your, that scared the fucking shit out of me, sorry, it went, whoosh, boom, <laughs> but you'll have people that will come into a chapter in your life, and I talk about that, and it's really easy to talk about that, but then you have to acknowledge that sometimes you're the person that went into someone else's life as their chapter, and that falls into a little bit of the RSD, the rejection sensitive disorder that comes with ADHD, so, you know, for me, it's a constant battle. It's a constant, um, a constant sort of evaluation of every step I take to try and complete my circles and make sure that I'm looking after myself. And I haven't done that. And, and, and there'll be nine times out of ten, I guarantee, if you work on the basis of everything that I say. So everything I've said, I'm not saying, you know, like I said, it's the world of fucking James, because it's not. Let me take a sip of my gin. Two seconds, baby. I need to wet the whistle. And uh, it's not it's not the life of James, but everything I talk about seems to work, you know, and I talk about these the steps in life. And, you know, when you have children, life does become a rocky road. We need to accept that is how you manage yourself. Sometimes you have to just wake up and grow up. I did that three months ago. Wake up, went, fuck are you doing, James? And it's all part of the process, all part of the journey. And you have to constantly uh, reevaluate because if everybody did fucking hell. I thought that was in me fucking I thought it was in me house <laughs> somebody's decided to put that literally right outside my house that's a bit ridiculous sorry excuse me now my dogs are going mental so and I'm oh my house is getting showered with <laughs> with fucking uh with fireworks look at the disaster mate I don't mean to moan I'm not but I am gonna moan uh, what the fuck are you doing doing fireworks literally a meter away from my fucking house <laughs> it's just it's fucking fireworks and that's the safety of me i'll try and carry on till the next fucking clown but it's only you know it's pretty much like me in bed it is it's quick and it's quick and over in in no time at all um so basically yeah anyway i'm gonna try i've lost my train this is what happens i lose my train of thought it's bad enough trying to keep my train of thought on the best of tracks as it is um so yeah so you, i'm learning all the time and it picks up and perks up about adhd and i'm learning I'm, I'm learning to live with that and even the stuff that i've talked about and and the stuff i don't adhere to all the time but if we all did everything that i say so if we all took the right time for mental health if we all took um you know three months to 
to learn the habit. If we did all of these things and made sure that we, you know, took time out of, uh, of our life to look after ourselves and all that sort of stuff, if we'd, if we'd have done all of that, then absolutely, I think we'd, we'd all be hunky-dory. We'd all be singing. We'd certainly all be in a better place. But it's not always the case. We don't always get that opportunity to do that. So sometimes, unfortunately, and the reality of life is, unfortunately, you do get to the point where you you have to make compromises and and, and that's no easy way it's, it's not an easy thing to do because what are you going to compromise um you know for instance i should have really compromised you know my gaming for instance and when i was fucking massively into pc gaming i should have i should have switched on been a fucking decent dad and become a and looked after my children i didn't fucking do that did i i took to you know my own mental health went down that route and i got the addiction from the dopamine again i'm learning stuff now about um, my, my mental health conditions and how it's affected me but every single day is a roller coaster and, and like i say we we you know we revert back to there's times when we there's ups there's downs there's left rights it, it's no, no, no path that you ever take is going to be a walk in the park. There's going to be some negativity in your life, and um, I've, that's because I've had a drink now. So um, there's going to be some negativity in life, and sometimes you've got to you've got to push other things aside, or just push them to the side for a brief period of time, and say I'm going to I'm going to give that a break for now because I need to concentrate on that. Otherwise, you just build up this burnout, and you get to the stage where you know, yes, it's it's they're still going you get to the stage where it's um you know it's, christ they are literally in my house they're doing it out the front of their house what a clown what a clown oh there's some fucking morons in this fucking world i tell you that's what i have to deal with as well you know we're trying to have a relaxing time here and he's got fucking whopper chops out there <laughs> see i'm 20 i'm 20 minutes in i don't want to stop I just wish he—I wish he was like my sex life. Come on, <laughs> wrap it up, big boy. Fuck's sake, fucking! You've got a fireworks show, but you've got the bangs and the bla the bangs and the booms, but not the—you uh, know—the the stars and the and the fucking lit up sky. Although I'm just got it being rained down on. I'm gonna try and get myself together in a minute when this clown stops. I mean, Christ alive! I mean. What I don't get is you should have these. The reason I say you should have these in proper professional environments is I know a lot of soldiers that have severe PTSD due to uh, military life, and and I've been in war zones. I've been to places, and I've and I know those sim those sounds are so similar. It's absolutely terrifying. Like it's terrifying, and I've seen people react at fireworks and not know. Like literally come back and we uh, we had fireworks show. Um, it was around when we came back and it's only about six months after the person that I knew come back and literally just it was normal as hell. We didn't think nothing of it and then he just stood there and that fucking bada bing bada boom went off, mate. And he fucking dropped to the floor and never seen anything like it. It was, you know, and and that's the reality. That's why they should be saved at organised events because then you can choose to be put in that environment if you're sat in the safety of your own home. And this isn't me bitching, it is me bitching a moment, but it's not me being a victim elder. This is just like the sensibility about life. You know, do you really need to let off fireworks out the front of your house and shower everyone's fucking gardens in, in um, fucking fireworks? No, you don't. You don't absolutely do not need to do that. Do you need to have banging and fucking whistles going at fucking eight o'clock at night when you're trying to sit down in the evening after a stressful day watching fucking, you know, some, you know, watching some on TV? 
You don't need to hear that. So that I, that's where life, I mean, people see the bitch and moan, don't have to let you know. No, but you need to have a bit of common fucking courtesy, mate. You know, you need to understand that people have different lives. And I think it's a very selfish way of looking. I'm going to fucking put it in front of my garden. I'm going to fucking bada bing, bada boom. And, and they don't understand the, the consequences. And then we, well, I mean, we all know about dogs. And that's the reality. The dogs get the anxiety as well. But not just dogs. There's human beings that get PTSD. And I've seen and heard and stories of people with PTSD just going batshit crazy. And almost feeling like they're in that same environment. And just there's been families that have witnessed this and just... It scares the shit out of them. And you're putting them in an environment where they think they're safe in their home. And this could be, and and, 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 I'm, and I'm only categorizing men and military because that's an experience for me, but there'll be all sorts of people out there that maybe you've got PTSD from a fucking car crash, like I have, and, you're, and you hear the fucking bang of the airbag going off. <clears throat> it's very similar to that. And it does. It makes you think, and it does scare the shit out of you because you switch off from it, and you're just like, fucking hell, don't expect it. That's why you should say these things. So just have a little bit of a little bit of forethought, you know. And that's just get playing as devil, devil's advocate, showing you why the reason why sometimes there is some, you know, there's a little something behind that story. Anyway, I digress massively, didn't I, because of that fucking that hoo ha. It's probably still going on, to be fair. Um, so we'll play that by ear, but we'll see what we can do. Um, so yeah, roller coaster of life, roller coaster. It really is. But if we all did the what we we're supposed to do, and even now I reflect heavily and I use reflection as a really key fundamental um, basics or basis, should I say, foundation of my of my mental health well being. If I don't do anything in life, or, or say in life, <laughs> if I don't do anything in day that day at all, I will make sure I will reflect. And and I and I use that on the basis that. It was weird because I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about a, a quick story at work that may seem trivial to some people, but really does affect me. And at the moment, I'm going through this real big battle at work with I work in safety and inherently, you know, um, you're saving people's lives. And I'm not, I'm not talking Superman. I, I don't mean like that at all. You, but you are trying to keep people fucking safe and you are trying to save lives you uh you do when you when you go through all the safety parameters of everything and learning it all the one bonus thing is you do you it's very interesting because you understand how dangerous the smallest of things can be um i think personally if i it's only through a passion that i like it but at the same time i would prefer to be one of those people that just go through life completely and utterly naive to any dangers and just goes through and goes well i didn't even you know those you know those ones that literally cross the road and there's a car fucking plows past them at 400 miles a fucking hour and misses them and they get a little brisk whisk on the back of their fucking mullet and then they go hmm and just carry on walking like nothing happens you know um and 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 when you understand that and you look at things and I walk around and I see things all the time, it's fucking crazy. And it, even to the point where, you know, you, you, you actually do go above and beyond, you know, in the sense of, of, of how you do things. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think because of that, it sort of kind of makes you um, a little bit paranoid, I suppose. And and with this investigation, I sent out an email, and it wasn't damning, but it was it was basically saying I was just disappointed. That's the only word I used: disappointed in the, in the process that hadn't been followed again, and um, it's not showing the serious of the investigation. That's my tagline. Um, and basically, that was it. But I got told my wording was damning, and I had to write an apology. And how do you write an apology as somebody who's dealing with safety? You just completely and utterly remove integrity. And that's because people are just trying to be dickheads at the moment. So it's a battle. But what you don't realize is, uh, what the people don't realize is, so I sent that out and then 
Somebody reacted to that, didn't read the full message, thought it was intended for them, came back at me with a really fucking strong email that went stratospheric, reacted like I used to react, and then basically come back around again. And, and you know, I rung them up and it was, it was an apology. And my boss was like, that's a bit damning and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, sat there going, wow. And the emotional impact that had on me was like, I didn't, I was just doing my fucking job, mate. I literally was just doing my job. And you've made it feel like I'm a, I'm a dickhead because I've just done my job properly. Is that what you're saying? And and that's the, the, the way you feel sometimes. And, you know, and, and like colleagues don't realize that when they when they ignore you or don't interact with you but want your help and things like that that affects you it, it, it's there's it's a constant battle going through life and work does stir those emotions up sometimes and that's where you rely on the the key indicators should i say the key things to keep you perked up you know and i know for a fact that i like I say, I talk to my friends, regular. I'm like, how are you doing? Just to keep up the key instigators, you know, to, to perk in my mental health up. And I think it's it's worked, but at the same time, it's frustrating me at the moment. I'm just going to take a sip. I don't need to announce that, but I did. It's just really frustrating me at the moment in the sense that I don't know whether I'm coming or going at work. I don't know where, you know, I'm trying to push, but it's like, I don't know. There's just a lot of resistance. Then you go... That's fucking batshit crazy, I'm telling you now. Sparklers, mate. Sparklers. Fucking booting off everywhere. It's going to put me off, but I'm, I'm going to keep on booing through. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's it's been, it's just been kind of, everything's been a roller coaster, and you have to kind of manage that, and you have to kind of think about everything as you go through, and, and what frustrates me the most is the whole letting go of certain things like the podcast i have to acknowledge that i'm exhausted it's like today i've worked today i had yesterday off but worked most of friday massive hours yes last week um an emotional roller coaster last week in terms of um falling out and the way that i'm you know being perceived at work a little bit and try and ignore it but it does affect you mentally um it, long drives long hours um went to one site to do a, a what i call a health check and you kind of come back from the health check and nothing's changed in, in the last eight months that you've already told them everything they need to do <laughs> so it's like wears you down a little bit so sometimes you can get worn down in work without even knowing it and it's just because people other people aren't doing their work so it's a it's, it's a it's a constant battle so what i'm trying to learn is i'm trying to adapt that and i'm trying to sort of key myself back a little bit and just basically say well don't let that you know you can't let that worry you James you, you have to let that go you've done what you can to get it to that point it's, it's irrelevant now move on and I'm, I'm learning that and that's the that's evolution in me that's evolution in taking control of my mental health and that's the importance of taking control of your mental health in whatever capacity it may be make sure you get out and you have a bit of fun i was chatting to a load of people we, i was waiting because our trains were delayed because of um storm kiran kiran or whatever it was i think it was kiran or kiran i can't remember but it was a storm in the uk wasn't a fucking storm. It was a little bit of wind, but we're trying to pump this whole climate change shit up. So it was basically a fucking drizzle. Yeah, you know, six o'clock at night, it was like there's a fucking cyclone hitting the UK. And I'm like, a fucking cyclone, mate. I don't fucking think so. <laughs> I don't fucking think so. Literally came in, mate. And I don't even think you could have fucking blown uh, fucking leaves off the decking. It wasn't that fucking windy. And the rain, well, yeah, there was a bit of rain for about an hour. That was fucking it. Jesus Christ. If we're calling fucking red warnings and cyclones for that, how do you think fucking, no wonder we're not being taken seriously by fucking other countries. Like, these these guys fucking have a speck of rain, mate. There's people out there with monsoons. 
fucking get a grip, mate. So anyway, so I stopped in the pub and I was having a chat with people and um, it was really, really nice. It was actually a really big mood, a mood booster for me because I knew I was going into the weekend and I wasn't seeing my mates. So I was kind of like, fucking hell, you know, and I can't go another couple of weeks you know, not not having some sort of party or some sort of bit of fun or doing something. Um, it, it's kind of, you know, you're trying to balance the happiness with the, the expectations and everything else. But I managed to get out for a pint, had a pint, had a good catch up. And I was saying to them, you know, life's too short. You've got to fucking get out there. You've got to do what you can. You've got to enjoy it. If you're not enjoying it, then find out why you're not enjoying it. Because there's no point. You've got one life, for fuck's sake. And if you're not enjoying it for whatever reason, try and address that fucking reason. Try and fix the reason. If the reason can't be fixed, then move on. Fucking, you've got one chance at this go, this life. One go at it. That's all you've got. And and I see so many people, like, and I'm, you know, I, I try to make the most out of life as much as I can. This has been a fucking difficult year for me because... I decided, like I said, I was trying to get everything in order, finances, all that jazz, really working hard. More for, more for 24 is my tagline. Um, and I've been saying that to my mate. I've been saying, uh, you know, more for 24, not poor for 24. So we've been we've been sitting on that, and that's our tagline from the whole of this start of 2023 was more for 24 because we wanted to get, you know, as much work in, save as much money, really try and pull ourselves in a little bit so we can start enjoying life because, you know, past fucking James was an absolute fucking frivolous wanker throwing his money around like he was a fucking billionaire. You know what I mean? I was on a, a, a fucking champagne lifestyle on fucking Lambrini money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically, um, it's, I'm just picking myself up and getting myself back online, back on track. And, excuse me, and what's helped me on that whole journey is is managing everything is that what's helped me and pushed all of that and driven all of that is doing all of the things i've been talking about and yes acknowledging what works what doesn't work for me trying that did that work no it's like i know now i've got sauna i've got a sauna blanket it's great i do half an hour of that a quick cold shower and a walk and i'm and that is it it does everything for me everything it says on the tin and i found it's nice and easy it's nice and streamlined takes me an hour a night and it's job done so it's kind of like finding out what works for you because not everything will work for you. There's there's times where I get demotivated massively and I'm like, how the fuck do I get this motivation back? It's like this podcast, for instance. I think because I've got I've been doing it for such a long time um, and, you know, basically not getting as much feedback or the dopamine wasn't coming back, if you like. That's the easiest way to explain it because it's not because I'm negative against it because I really love, I love talking. Like Anyone that knows me, once I get fucking going, that's it. You know, they always say a happy man is a talking man. So if I'm talking to you a lot, it's because I'm happy. Um, and it is, and, and vice versa, you know. So it's a really important message. Otherwise, when I was, because I can guarantee those seven, eight years that I was in the deepest of my depression, I hardly spoke at all. I would go out, do Larry things and fucking blow the fucking roof off um, and do stupid shit. But I hardly spoke. In in fact, I remember the last two to three years of my or last two years of my job um, when I worked for Circle, I didn't speak to anyone. I literally shut myself in an office, stopped sitting in the tea bar with everybody. I literally just shut myself away. I was like, I'm I'm fully done with with society. I'm done with life, and that led into the the suicide attempt, you know. And that was so. That's the, the there's I said there's always there's always key bits that you need to look out for, but what you need to remember is life's fucking short. And that's the positive bit there is life is short. Like I've had a roller coaster of a fucking week. Yeah, granted, 
But at the same time, I've managed it. I've got through it and I've gone, well, okay, well, it doesn't matter. You'll need me before I need you. I don't really, I'm not going to fucking lose sleep over it. I don't want to lose relationships over it. And I mean like working relationships because, you know, you can't get on, you can't go on fucking in life. It's not, it's, it's really, really hard if you haven't got people on site. And I try to be as friendly as I can. So, it's, you know, I try to build those relationships, apologize when I can and move on, move on and move up. So everything's a battle though. And I say battle because it, it sounds like, oh, fuck, I can't be asked for that. And the reason I put battle on it in, in my own head is because I want to acknowledge it's a battle. Because I want to feel proud when I get to those achievement markers for me. Like, if that achievement marker for my day is to get up, go into work, and fucking answer some emails. If that achievement marker is fucking hit, then I'm happy. And even if I get to 11 o'clock and I've had enough and I want to clock out, and I do that a lot now, I manage my day. Even my boss said to me, you just fucking go off. I'm like, but Colin, have you, am I not, you know, am I not doing my work? No, you are doing your work. Okay, am I managing my time effectively? Yes. Well, why am I going to sit in fucking work, stare at a screen if I don't need to be? And I've got flexi hours because I've done harder work elsewhere. No, nope, you've got a point. I'd just like to talk to you, <laughs> which I took that as a humble point, which was really, really nice. But at the same time, I said, as much as I want to talk to you, mate, as I'd rather be with my family and my friends. So I do. I manage my day a lot more effectively. I'm really ruthless with how I manage my day. Um, and I think it's really important to do that because you've got to give yourself value. Again, you don't want to be sitting there just giving up your precious time for nothing. And, and I say that that works in relationships, that works in um, friendships, that works in fucking work itself, works in work. It works in everything. Don't put in more than you're getting out. It's just no point. And, and if you're in a relationship or where that's the case, try and address it. I mean, I'm so fucking open and honest now um, at home. It's unbelievable. Like if I say something, I'll say, you know, I'm getting really upset with how that, you know, that you've not shown me any affection for two or three days. I get I'm like you need to do this now we need to we need to fucking at least have a, a conversation because we do we both go through life um, and I have to constantly do that because if I don't I will just go I'll go fucking off the rails again and I don't want to do that so everything is a learning point everything's a learning curve and and that's why I make sure that I get key indicators and and it all depends on how I feel. Some people look at me and and, and I am I try to be as um I try to be as fun and fucking you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for <laughs> trying to think of it. I try to be as fun as fun as fun, fun as charismatic as the word I'm looking for. I try to be as fun and charismatic as I can be, um, but it's a facade half the time. Some you know and that's not through. I don't want to be with those people. That's just because inside I'm I'm tired. I was even in the pub last week. Um, when I went to London to speak to everyone, I fucking hated it. I was sweating my ass off with anxiety. Like, literally, I was overheating. There was, like, so much going on in the pub. It was unfucking believable Like, the noises, people saying, excuse me, constantly moving, the fucking floor was uneven. That was a safety notice I should have fucking told them about as well. And, um... But there was so much going on, lights, doors opening, it was fucking raining outside, I was trying to look at my phone for the um, to find out if my train had been cancelled, when the next one was cancelled. You can imagine, just going in the pub, how if you're not geared, like a lot of people walk in the pub, they'll just chat, it's chilled, it's a relaxed environment, and they'll have a pint. A relaxed environment, it is not for me. <laughs> I don't relax fully. Until I know that everything around me is relaxed. I'm constantly on the go. So I had major, I mean the headache and the anxiety and the stress 
that was being in there and and you look and everybody's smiling and having a laugh and i was smiling and having a laugh i had a good time i was masking it with my fucking you know outrageous fucking um <laughs> humor um i was talking about what was i talking about um i was talking about tarmacking teabagging uh mississippi mud pie i was talking about urban dictionary sex stuff and it was absolutely fucking hilarious but it was again it was just a facade i was just i you know when i get into that mood i'm kind of like the center of attention just trying to take the mind off the fact that i've actually got crippling anxiety i'm sweating my ass off i kept going out the front went out the front three or four times to try and cool down but i wanted to be there but it was so i was going through so much being there and i get that all the time you know, if anyone's watched me hosting stuff, I love hosting, but I want everybody to be happy. And I don't I don't sit down and proper settle down until everyone's eaten, fed, smiled. And I, everyone says to me, yeah, I've had a good time. And then I relax. And I think it's, it, we all go through different things. And, and I know that I've got colleagues that have got anxiety about certain things. Um, it, it's, it is constant. It is constant. And like I said, the reason I put, I put the word battle on it is because I want to acknowledge the wins. I want to acknowledge the proudness. When I hit those indicators for the day, and if it, it may, might mean do this and this, it might mean do something completely outrageous. Like I want to do some more artwork ready for Christmas. I've managed to give a couple away as gifts because I wanted to see people. I wanted the dopamine rush, basically. I wanted to give my art to somebody, and I was kind of hoping they'd appreciate it. Um, I did give a really good one, actually, to my colleague, and I didn't quite get the reception, although I think that's maybe just um, the person itself is not quite into um, overly affectionate. <laughs> but I was like, oh, okay, but I mean, it is it, taken pride of place in their in their house. So um, that, I suppose, speaks volumes enough for me, um, which is what I will say caveated with to, to have my artwork um, in, in the proudest punch in the house. Um, and then I gave one to my brother as well for his birthday um, stroke Christmas present because I did say we don't do birthdays, mate. And um, yeah, you can have that as a Christmas present as well. He's looked at me and smiled. So I gave him one and he done the same. He's put it in front of his living room in Pride of Place. And I think that that is the bit, that's the dopamine I needed uh, that I didn't get, which is why they've been sat around for almost a year. Um, but I've got the reinvigoration to start it up again. And that's like, and that's what I mean by the, everything's a battle. Because, you know, the win for me is I've acknowledged that I want to do more. That's a win at the moment. I'll take that. It's taken me six months to be able to want to do that again. So I'll take the, I'll take the pride that I've won the battle that I'm changing my mindset. And if you start thinking like that when you start dealing with mental health journeys, um, you know, it's like um, I, I, can, I, I probably can relate this quite easily to a good friend of mine who's just done the 75 and hard. He didn't quite make it to the end. And I said to him, it doesn't matter, mate. You got to like fucking 60 odd, 66, I think it was um, 66 days or 67 days, I think he did. And, um, and then he had a wedding, um, which is, I said to him, mate, that's life. But you did 60 odd days straight doing rigid stuff. You were a robot for, a, excuse me, 66 days. That's a win, mate. Be proud of what you've got to. And I know he is proud. Um, but I said to him, be proud of what you've done. You've done an achievement there, mate. It, it doesn't matter. If you'd have done one day and then come back around and gone, okay, I've done one day. I mean, yeah, well, I probably would have ripped you a little bit for that, but <laughs> no. But you take each step as it comes. Like I said, some days it's just, it's, it's a literally an achievement to get out of bed and go, and I've sat in front of my computer sometimes and I've just stared at it and gone, I've got no enthusiasm to do anything. I've got nothing, no, I've got no dopamine, nothing at all has come into me. Nothing's exciting me about this. 
And that's when I sit there and go, for fuck's sake. And those days drag. They really do drag. But you've got to go through those days. And, and the achievement was I made it to the end of the day. That was a really fucking awful day. But you know what? I made it to the end. And tomorrow's going to be a better day. And you, if you actively say tomorrow's going to be a better day, if you come the next day, to the next day and it's not quite as good as you expected, but better than the day before, hey, I'll take that. And that's the importance. We don't give ourselves the wins. None of us do. We all do what I say we do at the top there. We all go up, down, left, right, and who knows? We go, I'm going to go down this fucking route today. Oh, there's a guy over there. He looks like he's successful. You go down that fucking path. You see the success, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I am successful, mate. And you spend a year fucking trying to get that success. And then he turns around and says, oh, no, look behind me, mate. There's like a minefield that I had to crawl through to get here. You just seen the end bit. And that's like some of us all try to get that instant gratification and don't realize there's years of hard work to get proper recognition and everything else and develop properly. And that's the important that comes with with mental health more so more so than anything in your life. Looking after your mental health will give you so much positivity. If that means putting things aside, put them aside. If that means having that chat with that that awkward chat with that friend or that partner saying I'm sorry but I'm not happy because we're not doing x y and z or I haven't done this or whatever providing it's within reason you know you can't turn around and say I'm not happy because we haven't had a threesome um you might get a slap in the face unless that's way inclined I don't know um but what I mean is you've got to have fun in life you've got to take the you've got to take the wins whenever you can get those fucking wins if that win for me was staying in that pub till 7:15 then that's a win I'll take that fucking win if that win was, you know, getting to the, the doing the two site visits and the third site visit on the fourth, third and third day and, you know, getting to the fourth day and still having a fucking long day and still managing to get through. That's a win. Whatever, whatever that win may be, however you want to wrap that fucking win up to make it worthwhile, wrap it up, get it in that fucking gift wrap and then pop it open before Christmas. I can say Christmas now because we're in November. Um, I've still get I, I've still had a virtual slap from somebody for saying fucking Christmas on the fifth of November. Get fucking no, it's, you're literally on guy. You're on Guy Fawkes night, mate. Um, so yeah, it's important. It's important, and every step counts. Take the wins. Take those wins. If that win, and I will say this because I've been there, if that win is just pulling back that cover, and literally going out and getting a glass of water and going back to bed but you've hydrated yourself, take that as your fucking win. And then give yourself the acknowledgement that you've taken that day. The win was to get that water. Tomorrow, I want to do more. I want to go downstairs tomorrow. And make myself a sandwich, whatever it may be. Baby steps with everything you may be. It may be I'm going to do something at work, a presentation. I'm going to first do it in front of five people because I'm really nervous. Take the win if you succeed. If you don't succeed, well, do it in front of one person. And just keep working your way up. Get to a certain number and then go, okay, I'll hit the 30 people next. Take those wins. I've done presentations at work with 70 people on a on a, a virtual presentation. Um, and I've listened to the fucking, the, the silence, you know, the, the tumbleweed. And I, have, I don't sit and get awkward. I'm here to deliver a presentation. If I did a poor job, tell me. And I didn't get negative feedback. Everyone was like, no, it's well delivered. Okay, well, I'll try and adjust it a little bit next time. And I get you build confidence. So the next time now, I'm a little bit more confident when I deliver. And now I've done it four or five times. Peace, peace, I'll do it. I'll do it every fucking week. Don't bother me. Because you've built your confidence up to be able to talk. 
And that's the importance of everything you do. Learn it to the point where you're confident. And then when you're confident at doing it, enjoy it. Don't do what I do. Get confident in it. And then don't enjoy it because you think, fuck it, I'm done. I'm moving on. Bastard ADHD. So everything's important. Everything's important. Like I said, it's been a it's been a roller coaster, standard standard life. But it's been a roller coaster for a couple of weeks, and then I've had a you know good weekend. I've sort of broken and been tired, but I've rested. I rested yesterday, looked after myself, and then today worked and made sure today was the day where I came and did my podcast because I wanted that dopamine from uploading it. I wanted the dopamine from looking at the Podbean app to go, oh, who's downloaded it? I wanted that dopamine again because. I've managed to give myself, I've done a couple of things at work that have now moved to the side. So it's freed up a bit of time. So I know I'm not as detailed in my weeks. So I can I can account, be able to undo a few things, if you'd like, and just chat away. So, yeah, it's been, like I say, it's, it's, been, a, it's been an absolute fucking journey. Um, and one of the things, I, you know, before I sort of kind of... Um, before I close down and do my little close down piece, um, you know, that's been a, like I say, it's been a roller coaster. We had fireworks, we've had all sorts going on tonight. Um, I, I want to just sort of leave you, um, really with something that I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn at the moment, which is, um, refocusing my attention. So I'm trying to refocus my attention. That's the, and, and I talk about reflection because I think reflection is such a key part. I think if you can reflect on a certain situation, whether it be, like I said, you know, I reflect pretty much naturally now. I'll look at a situation and if I feel like, oh shit, that went a bit wrong or, oh, that was a positive experience. I try to reinforce the positivity. If it was a, um, you know, if it was a negative experience, I try to find out how was it negative. So I'm constantly trying to evaluate those little things to just try and make myself happier. Like if I go and speak to someone, I go, oh, I didn't really like that conversation. Thought you're a bit of a fucking dick. <laughs> I'll make sure next time I won't put as much effort in, you know, and it's little things like that. Because then I think, well, you know, that person's a dick doesn't deserve my attention anymore. So now I'm going to save myself for someone that does want my attention. And I think it's it, that that's the importance of it. And and. It's not me like, Christ, that's going to take me fucking hours to do that, James. No, you'll just naturally do it. Like I said, that three-month point is a learned habit. But by reflecting heavily on, um, and I say heavily because I like these big, these big robust words, um, but I say reflecting because sometimes when you just switch off that music and you just sit in silence and you pick on the thoughts, maybe you were feeling... You know, you do that that body mapping, you know, when I was talking about that scan in the body and you go, oh, there's a bit of tension there, relieve a bit of tension. Oh, okay. And then you sort of kind of reevaluate the day. What am I not doing right? Okay, well, you know, I'm, I, I wanted engagement from my <clears throat> from my colleague. Did I, did I engage? No, but I wanted that engagement. So why didn't I engage? So maybe engage in that colleague with that colleague, open up that text and open up that communication and that's such something we all seem to do we all seem to silo our approaches to life and we don't actually realize that if you open up your silo to the right people and this is it this is the fucking bit this is the bit that would have been if i was writing this in an email it would have been highlighted bold yellow highlight maybe even blue because i've been using turquoise blue quite a lot lately on my old uh highlighter pen on my uh, on my emails and that would have been it you know that would have been my headline and that's the and and that's that's the bit that I will constantly dive into. Then I will constantly reflect on that bit. So whatever, find work, find what works for you. And one thing that I've really been picking up on is trying to refocus on different things. So if somebody's being a bit negative towards me, I'll just refocus and I'll just pull away and go. That's not worth my time. 
I'll refocus my attention somewhere else. If I'm feeling a bit tired and I go, okay, well, I'm a little bit tired today, so I've probably got enough to do this, this, and this. Have a look at my diary and I go, yeah, I can manage that for a day. If not, move something. It's constantly just basically looking after your mental health, but taking charge of your mental health, taking those baby steps, baby steps. And a really, really, really important thing, one thing I'm going to absolutely smash down your fucking throat and to, to finalise the end of the podcast is... I've forgotten. It's completely gone. Nope, it's completely gone. Um, to find, no, I'm joking. To finalise everything is make sure you look after yourself. Make sure that you take those wins. By looking after yourself... And acknowledging those wins, that's the key thing there. Look, get those wins in. It might. It doesn't matter what that win is. Reinforce with positivity every single fucking day. Keep doing it. Energise yourself with that positivity. Even if it's just a case of, do you know what? I, I, I'm, my back's fucking crippled. I'm happy if I can make myself a fucking brew. If that's all you do, go and make a brew. If that communication piece is the win is, I'm going to go and talk to my colleague today. I'm going to put some things right. Then that's your win for the day. And it might open up dialect, which will open up windows. Windows of opportunity. The reason, the people will say to me, why do you talk to everyone, James? You talk to everybody. You're like, you're out in town. You'll talk to somebody buying some. Oh, how's your day? How are you? And they go, yeah, they're more. I was buying uh, fucking fish tank stuff today. And the guy, we went into a full-on fucking chat about... Um, going to for walks and working in winter no chance to go to the pub i had finished at two o'clock he was like chance to go to a pub i wish i was going to the pub this lasted like fucking five minutes i was like dude i was just literally buying a fish tank thermometer and here we are now i i know where you live <laughs> i know where you live but that and do you know what it's not it's just about making people happier it's about also acknowledging that that might open up a window of opportunity somewhere you know, I'm, I, I think I'm, I treat everybody as I want to be treated. The ones that don't treat me like that, and I, it, 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 I do find them, and I'm still finding them now. I've got colleagues that treat me like that, and, I, and it's very, very heartbreaking sometimes. Oh, God, pull out the violin, Jimbo. <laughs> Only joking. I'm not joking. It is actually quite heartbreaking um, when, you, when you get treated like that, especially when you, are, when you start identifying it. But you've got to manage your mental health. Whatever it will be, the wins. If you take anything from this podcast today, please, is acknowledge the wins. And I say that to everyone. The reason I'm positive all the time, the reason I say positive emails to people and say thank you for doing your job. Why are you thanking them for doing their job? Because it's fucking hard work to get up every single day, come to work, to work for probably wankers, for shit money in a fucking cost of living crisis, where I'm trying to fucking get through my life, probably, you know, not many friends, whatever it may be, I'm going through my own shit at home. If if I make that person's day by saying a thank you for doing your hard work, I really appreciate your taking, you taking your unpoorly paid job seriously. Why wouldn't I do that? And I've been berated for doing that, berated. But I'm a lifter. I'm, gonna, I'm a motivator. You can do whatever you can do. And I will push you to do more. So you you tell me what you can do. I'm going to push you to do more. So take that away from today. 
I've shouted down enough. I feel positive talking away to you. So I hope you're okay. I hope you're managing your mental health. It's really, really, really fucking important. We're getting into dark season as well. So we're getting into people that are now going to start feeling um, seasonal affect disorder. Um, it's fucking horrendous. We're going to start seeing people having to manage pain because um, ailments, broken previous, broken bones or broken whatever, or pre, you know, ligament damage. I know the reason I say that is because right now sat in my seat, my back is fucking killing me because it's cold and I'm sat here in a really awkward position. Um, not bent over, you fruity bastards. <laughs> anyway, so it's kind of like, you know, it, it, everyone's feeling, so we're in a, we're in a mixture of emotions. We're going into Christmas. There's always uncertainty. Have I got enough money to for Christmas? No, I fucking haven't. No one has. Um, you know, we've got people that have uh, that are starving. We've got all sorts of all sorts of really really bad type things that can come with Christmas, and we can get all wrapped up in our own little no pun intended um, in our own little lives. But there is a lot ongoing in this world, and more so this year than ever with the cost of living and the energy crisis. It's just absolutely barbaric out there, and. Um, so just think of that. Think of that when you're managing your own mental health and think about that when you react to something. Somebody that Maybe I'm reacting and that's what I do now. I think maybe that person's going through something and that's why they've reacted. Um, if not, and I phone, I phone them up and that's what I tend to do now because I've gone back into this thing called telephone calls. I don't know what that's about. I think I used to do everything via text. Um, but I got into phone calls and then if they're not and they're completely back down and they and it's all... And then I just think, well, okay, then you're clearly a keyboard warrior. So I'm going to fucking absolutely ignore you, you atrocious bastard. <laughs> anyway, so um, I'm making myself fucking laugh here. Anyway, have an amazing rest of the week or the week. Whenever you've listened to this too, I hope you have an amazing time. Spread that positivity. And, and, and please, please, please acknowledge those fucking wins. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, that's the key one today. Take that away from me today. Instead of going left round, up, down, left, right, fuck knows, who knows. Um, give yourself a, a pat on the back for taking that win. And even if you're getting down a road that is the wrong road, if you've stopped, acknowledged it's the wrong road and gone back and tried to take a, a detour to a better road, that's a fucking huge win, people. So whether you're down the addiction route, whether you're down the alcohol route, whenever you're down, whatever route you're down, even if it's a bad place, don't think of it as a bad place. Think of it as a, les a lesson. Think of it as a chapter in your journey. Close that chapter. Chapter's done, pal. Let's fucking move on. Move on and start taking those baby steps. And then every time acknowledging the wins. Don't acknowledge the negativity. It's always there and, and you're never going to, you're never ever going to get the sympathy that you genuinely want in life. You just won't get it because everybody is going through something. Everybody. It's, it's a small percentage of people that aren't. So you're not going to get that. You have to work on yourself. And by being happy, you will naturally surround yourself with people that are on the same journey as you. They are happy. And that's what happens. You get rid of the negativity. And if you're pushing away that negativity, don't look at it as failing. You're pushing it away because it's, un it's affecting your journey. And hopefully by pushing them away, I'm going to give you time to sort your path out. Don't push them away entirely, but make sure you tell them. You sort your fucking journey out, mate. It's too bumpy. You're going along a bumpy track in a mini, mate. You need to be in a fucking 4x4, four four, you clown. Anyway, have an amazing rest of the week. Um, and I hope you're all positive. That's a, I tried to say um, as little as possible, and I managed to chuck it in two there. Have an amazing week. L think positivity. 
try and acknowledge the wins. Give yourself that rest and recuperation you needed. Remember what I said? Three to four years to get over a fucking burnout, people. Acknowledge that. Because I, I, it's, it's learning. This is what it's like. Every day's learning. I'm, you know, there's, but there's, there's literature everywhere. So have an amazing one. Look after yourself, and I look forward to talking to you all again, all again soon. Love you all. Take care.